Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce pharmacist Stephen Dixon from Scotland. Welcome, Stephen. Hi, Linda. Could you tell me when you first heard about LDN? It was quite a number of years ago. I was working with Tom Gilhooley in Glasgow in the East End. He was quite heavily involved in addictions treatment, as was I. So when he called and asked if we could make something called low-dose naltrexone, in fact, he asked for low-dose naloxone, but never mind, we worked that one out. Basically, I wasn't surprised. I assumed it was to do with his addictions work. So we did a bit of work with him and managed to come up with a formulation to make this product he was asking for, which is, has low-dose naltrexone. And from there, we developed a relationship and it's been going on ever since. How many patients do you think you've got on LDN? I actually did a check today. Um, I can't say how many there are currently. I can say we've now seen over 5,000, and that's in the last sort of three to four years. Wow. I wouldn't say they're all current. Obviously, it doesn't work for everybody, but yeah, there's quite a lot, certainly. 5,000 people is a lot of people to have seen on one drug. What would you say has been the most common questions that you've been asked? Possibly the, the first one is, how does it work? Which is quite very difficult to answer, and has, the, the answer has changed every almost every month for the last three years. That's probably the most common one, and, and, and it's probably not worth, you know, I can't really, wouldn't want to talk about that here, but uh, certainly after that, these the side effects and, um, you know, how long is it going to take before it starts to work, and, you know, can I take it with any other medication, and, and sort of just the general questions people ask whenever they are getting a new medication. The most common one is definitely, how does it work, or is this going to work, which is a hard... Hard one to answer, but yeah. could you just briefly tell us about drug interaction... Yes, there are a lot of um, resources on the internet um, regarding LDN, and, and not all of them are entirely factually accurate. Basically, LDN is compatible with most medications that you're on for a chronic disease. It just means sometimes it needs to be done in a slightly different way, or taken in a different way, or your, your medication that you are taking altered slightly to enable you to take it. The obvious exception to that is on the very strong opiate medications. You really have to be very, very careful not to take the two of those together if you are on a sort of long-term strong opiate painkiller. Not because it's going to do you any major harm or stop the LDN potentially from working, but actually because the LDN would stop the painkiller from working. And, and if you're on a, a strong opiate, you're probably on it for a reason. So we take it, you know, take, take that very carefully. Whenever anybody con con contacts us who is on opiate-based painkillers. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't still do the drugs. You just have to be quite clever with your timing. And that's where your pharmacist or your doctor can help you with that. Another one of the, the questions with, with interactions we get very frequently is, can I take LDN with interferon mm -hmm. or Tysabri or any of the newer sort of, sort of MS drugs? And, and certainly, there isn't really any logical reason why... You can't take the two of them together. And in fact, I, I could cite hundreds of examples of people who have done exactly that and still derived benefit from the LDN. Mm -hmm. um, the, the original thought was that the two drugs worked 
in different ways that the LDN was a was like a stimulant of the immune system, whereas, for example, a steroid was a suppressor of the immune system. I think what we're finding as time has gone on is that both drugs, interferon and LDN, are modulators of the immune system, but they don't necessarily work on the same subsets of cells or the same receptors, and, and therefore can theoretically complement each other. So that has been our experience in practice. We have had no terrible side effects or interactions between those two drugs or any of the major drugs when people have taken them together. That information isn't really what you'll get if you go onto the internet, so it's one of the major things that we spend time on when we're talking to people, especially with MS, especially with MS because they quite often are already on interferon or have had a bad experience with interferon. We see much more nowadays of people who are on other immunosuppressant drugs, people who have a Crohn's disease or people who have lupus or people who have the other diseases like fibromyalgia and, and ME, etc., who have been on quite a, a wide range of weird and wonderful applications of off-license immunomodulatory drugs. So we've got quite a lot of knowledge now, and, and we can be quite certain when someone asks us a question that we'll, we'll be able to give them an answer of how to go about taking LD in a safe, in a safe way. And steroids is the other question that's being asked. There is no direct relationship between steroids and naltrexone. For example, the main steroid is prednisolone, and there's no direct interaction between those. Like prednisolone is a bit like um, a general like sledgehammer to your immune system, and it's great what it does in people who have got a, a lot of inflammation or and or a terrible buildup of inflammation. It very rapidly gets rid of that, but it hits every every cell across the whole body. So. LDN against that. There's no reason to stop taking the LDN if you are prescribed steroids. Um, the only thing that really potentially could happen is that any benefit from the LDN is is, is removed, but, but certainly that, that doesn't seem to be the case in most people who have done that. And, and that would be backed up by some of the research that um, Rachel Allen has, has been doing recently, so into different receptors that are involved in some of the autoimmune responses. So, so it's certainly, there is no reason, and we certainly tell people that you can continue to take LDN during the whole period of being on a, a course of steroids, for example, for a chest infection or for a flare-up of MA or for, for anything. There's no reason to stop taking it. And then people ask, what happens if they need to go to the dentist and have a filling or a tooth out or go to hospital for an operation? If you're going to hospital for, for an operation, we would, would normally say to people to stop LDN two or three days before you go in. The, the absolute latest you would stop was maybe 24 hours before. And, and that's not really for any reason other than to make it more simple for your doctors in the hospital. If you were to, for example, take an LDN and you were, God forbid, in a car accident, the amount of opiate painkillers it would give you in order, in order to relieve your pain if you had a broken leg or or, a, or something would completely overwhelm any dose you had of, of LDN. So the opiate painkiller would still work. Mm -hmm. They might need to give you slightly more, but if it's still complicated. So that's why, I mean, there's not really any major reason to, to, to stop taking it before going to hospital other than it simplifies the, you know, the, the job of the doctor while you're in hospital. The same with the dentist. I wouldn't really consider stopping taking it before going to the dentist. The d dentists are very limited in, in the opiates that they can use. 
generally, if, if you're having an operation in the dentists, they'll use a, a mild sedative um, that's via a drip, or they'll use a, an injection, which is a local anaesthetic, and neither of those are affected by, by LDN in any way. So what would you say is a, a summing up your opinion of LDN? Over the last three, four, five years, I mean, LDN has gone from being something that we were very sceptical of initially, used in a small number of people with multiple sclerosis, to something that I'm convinced has a very positive effect in a large number of autoimmune diseases. The interesting thing for us is that every, almost every day, there's a new disease, autoimmune disease, that I've never heard of. And ph- pharmacists have, to, have got to do a certain amount of continuing professional development now to stay on the register. I've often joked with some of my colleagues that, you know, I would come and if you want to do your CPD, come and do a week in our dispensary. Um, because the, the things that you, you, know, you have to research and find out about are so uh, rapid fire coming through from the LDN department. But mm. um, certainly, I mean, the diseases... One of the most amazing things with LDN, uh, people with like fibromyalgia or me, uh, you would never have thought, you know, I certainly would never have thought would have responded. I'm not entirely sure if you tried it first, but I know that um, Dr. Tom certainly has been using it for a while. And I'll never forget the, the patient who, who looked at death's door, just absolutely dreadful. She was exhausted, had been off work for months and months and she just looked terrible um, and basically Dr Tom had given her LDN as a last sort of we'll try this and see what it does and I'll never forget meeting her again you know three or four months down the line and the woman was back at work felt great looked fabulous you know I, I couldn't believe you know that something had such a marked effect it's, it's very hard with MS patients to actually see a physical difference if you're the pharmacist especially with us when we very rarely see people because a lot of you know people are either are remotely from us, so it's quite interesting that the people with fibromyalgia we can see a, a marked and quite rapid improvement in the people who respond, and and also the people with psoriasis. There was a mini clinical effectiveness study done in Glasgow, and, and we got to meet a few of the people who took um, LDN for psoriasis, which is a, like a skin autoimmune disease. I mean, some of these people had had absolutely dreadful psoriasis for decades and they tried every cream lotion potion and then you know eight weeks on ldn and and it started to clear up you know 12 weeks on on the ldn and half of them were clear you know this these are things that we you know you just don't normally see um in a normal practice so i'd certainly say ldn for me has been very exciting very interesting mm-hmm. um but sometimes quite stressful i'm sure um I'm sure pharmacy is stressful for, mo- for most pharmacists, but uh, this has been a very uh, in- interesting and additional experience to my professional career. So, Well, on that note, I would also like to say a personal big thank you to you for always being at the end of the phone to answer my numerous queries that people send me. Always very interesting when the email pops up from the <laughs> LDN Research Trust. It's, it's usually sort of, oh dear, what, what book do I have to open today? But... Uh, but yes, uh, it's, great. it's actually very, it's, it's very interesting. And, you know, not like it's, it's fun. And some of the people we've met have been amazing as they're coming to, to the conferences. And I've found those absolutely enthralling sometimes. Some of the most interesting presentations I've ever seen at you know, sort of clinical uh, conferences have uh, been there. So very grateful um, to you for that. 
Well, let's hope that next year you can say 10,000 patients. That would be something, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> aim high, aim high. I'm sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are more like, more like 200,000 patients could easily benefit from LDN with, you know, within Scotland alone. Mm. Uh, and there's so many people with autoimmune diseases. I, I think it's just um, a matter of time before this gets through all of the regulation studies and, and, and other doctors. I mean, there are over 300 doctors on our database who prescribe LDN in the UK. A couple of years ago, that that was about six. You know, so, so I think the LDN Research Trust has been doing an incredible job of promoting awareness you know, of this cause. And it's something that sh- which we hope to continue to be able to support for a long time. I hope so too. And sadly, there are people being diagnosed every day with one autoimmune yeah. condition or another. So... We're never going to be short of new patients, I'm sure. But to be able to help people and, in their own words, get their lives back is a really worthwhile thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, no one treatment is the panacea for for everything. LDN has certainly got its place in the treatment of quite a large proportion of the population who have autoimmune diseases, uh, certainly by my opinion. And I can just hope that the studies that are going on are are going to back all of that up. Um, We get some positive numbers. But like you said before, sadly, it doesn't work for everyone, but it's something that's well worth everyone trying. Well, if if you have an autoimmune disease, I always put it to the, the personal test. If I had an autoimmune disease, would I try LDN? And then the answer is yes. Well, thank you very much, Stephen, for talking to me today. No problem. That's um, good to talk to you again. I'd like to introduce pharmacist Victor Faller from the United States. Welcome, Victor. Thank you. Could you tell me when you first heard about LDN? Well, the first time I heard it is I was in my pharmacy and the patient walked in with a prescription from Dr. Bernard Bihari for the LDN. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen it before, so I called Dr. Bihari and he explained to me that it has to be compounded. And since then, we start compounding the LDN. And when was this? Can you remember? In 1994. And how many people would you say you're filling prescriptions for now? We do like probably over 100 patients a week. Goodness. I'm talking 100 new patients. A hundred new patients new a week. Patient. New oh patient. wow, that is very impressive, isn't it? Yes. And what would you say the feedback is from these people that are taking LDN? Well, the majority of it are really very happy. I mean, not everybody is using it for the same purpose. When we started, we started compounding it for people with HIV, and that's how we started it. And then after that, it, uh, it turns to be good for multiple sclerosis. And most of our patients right now really have multiple sclerosis. People with MS are very happy with it. Now, some other people using it for other purposes, and they're also happy with it. Our success rate, I would say probably 70, 75%. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that because people keep refilling their prescription. Usually you do not refill something if you're not feeling better or you're not seeing any results. What kind of conditions other than MS would you say your patients have? Well, we have a good amount of HIV. We have uh, crown disease. We have some autism. 
we had some arthritis patients also. Like anything has to do with autoimmune system. We mm-hmm. have some patients, but most of our patients they have multiple sclerosis, that's the majority. For the autism patients, what is the feedback that you're receiving from them? Well, the autism, it's doing okay, not as good as MS. Uh, some of them, they use the cream also. They do not use the capsules. So the autism, the majority of the patients, they use the cream. Their, their success rate is really public, 40%, I would say, 35 to 40%. Mm-hmm. And that's like approximate. It's not like really accurate, but that's approximate. What do you say to people that contact you to ask what your opinion of LDN is? Well, I just tell them my honest opinion. I really think it works. It works very well. I believe that from the beginning. I saw the result with my own eyes. And what sort of side effects, in your experience, could people yeah. possibly have initially? Well, most of the side effects are really like stomach side effects and like some kind of upset stomach, some kind of insomnia, a lot of sleep. And usually after a week or two weeks, it disappears. And how long would you recommend somebody to stay on LDN even if they didn't think it was working for them? Well, usually we, give, we would like to give it three months. And after three months, they really have to decide if they're improving or not. Unless they get some side effects that they cannot tolerate, which in a certain case happen, like sometimes they cannot really sleep or, or they have that really stomach upset. Like, you know, the stomach upset, we usually change the fillers. We give them the acidophilus, which usually is gentler on the stomach. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, can, we can over, you know, we, we do that when they have a stomach issue. Now, lack of sleep, we usually ask them to decrease the dose, start on a lower dose, and then increase it to 4.5. And uh, but the issue is also when you start on a lower dose, you might not see the same result as you see it in a higher dose. So we try to balance it. What instructions do you give people when they first start taking LDN? To take it at night before they go to sleep. Do not judge it until like at least at least fourteen days. We would like to, would like three months, but if you can if you do not have the patient to wait three months, do not make any judgment until you take the medication for fourteen days. Take it between nine and two. Mm-hmm. And if you have any kind of side effect, please give us a call immediately. We might be able to do something to help. Uh, a question that I'm always being asked is, can you drink alcohol with LDN? We do not recommend alcohol with any medication. When you are on medicine, you should never drink any kind of alcohol. I would say no. Is there anything else that you would like to add that you think would be of benefit? Uh, for the LDN patient, mm-hmm. I think anybody who has an MS should give it a shot. I think it's very good medicine. We have seen it in our own eyes. We have tons of patients who's taking it. Uh, the success on MS is really high. But for any other purpose, I might be like more hesitant to push it as hard as I push it on MS. But MS, I really think anybody who has MS should go on this medication. And they will definitely, I wouldn't say definitely, but I would say the chances are very high to see a result. 
Well, thank you very much, Victor, for sharing your experience with us. Thank you. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.